all stand together this morning. give us Jesus this morning. We have several written requests today. We'll remember Brother Greg in a prayer. He's got a sore throat and having fatigue this morning. So he asked for prayer. We'll remember him. Also, uh, Sister Debbie Miller. It was so good to have her this morning. Brother Chris back in the service today. Yeah. You look good, Sister Debbie, this morning. And I think you're still going through therapy. But we just pray the Lord will just continue to strengthen you and Thank you, uh, 100% this morning. We're believing for it. Also, I believe Sister Veronica is still in, in the hospital this morning. We want to continue to remember her. Our brother Pat has got an unspoken request this morning. We remember that request. Uh, I believe that's all, except for Sister Melissa and Sister Angelina's sister. We want to continue to remember her in our prayers. Our pastor this morning has good news and bad news. Good news is he's home and ready to be back his post of duty but the bad news is he pulled his back and really severe he can't even can't even get up and walk this morning so we remember him and our prayers in a special way sister Deanna we feel for you this morning and, uh, but no we're just we just want to remember him and in a special way we believe God is able this morning to to do exceeding abundantly above all we may ask or think this morning so if you have something on your heart this morning just make that known by that lifted hand. God sees our needs and he knows what we have need of in the service today. Can we go to him in prayer today? Our Heavenly Father, as we humbly come before your presence again this morning, we just want to thank you, Father, that you've given us this opportunity that we can come together again this morning, Lord, and to worship you, Father, and to hear you speak to us again from your word, Lord. We pray that you'll be with us in each part of the service today, the songs, the music, Lord, the ministering of the word. 
We pray that you'll just anoint us to hear what you have to say to us, Lord. We pray that you'll touch each of these requests that were written this morning, Lord. Every uplifted hand, you know what the need was under that hand, Father. We pray that you'll just touch our pastor, Father. May the, the great physician just go just now, Lord, and touch him in his back and give him strength is our prayer, Lord. We just love you. We thank you for what you've done for Sister Debbie, Lord. We pray that you'll just continue your work in her body, Father. We give you praise for it. Just touch each one. We will just give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Are you ready to worship him this morning? Amen. Thank you, Brother Matt. Amen. Let's sing this this morning. Give G. Oh, I am thinking of a rapture in our blessed home on high with the redeemed our portion of that redeemed is gathered this morning and we're so glad that we're a part of it well I'm rejoicing night and day as I walk the pilgrim way for the hand of God in all my life I see and the reason of my bliss yes the secret all is this that's the 
Till I heard how Jesus died on the tree Then I fell down at his feet And there came a peace so sweet Now the comforter, he abides in me
changing. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We'll let you have your seats this morning. I'm going to have Carrie and, and, and Brother Matt come up this morning to help me. I got up singing this song. I know we just sung it a couple weeks ago, but I just can't get away from it, so I thought I'd sing it again this morning. To Him be the 
on the throne and he reigns forevermore. Hey, wouldn't you just like to scream that to the world this morning? Hey, Amen. There's so many other gods that they've put before him, but he's still the one true and living God and he's the only one who ever proved it. He said, you take this body and I'll lay it down for three days, but I'm going to raise it up again. And he done just what he said. None other has done it before, will they ever? Amen. God is on the throne. He reigns forevermore. It's good to have Sister Johnson 
back with us again this morning. God bless you. Good to have you in the service today. Amen. And Brother John Hershberger has got a song wanting to sing for us this morning, so we're going to get him to come and sing today. this morning and receive the morning offering you just give to the Lord and I know he'll bless every effort today. Let's sing this. I believe it's me. Child of God, sing that with me. No, I'm no longer. 
attack on every one of us is fear. Well, I can't meet this bill, or I'm so sick, I'll never be healed, or whatever it is, he tries to use that tactic on us all the time. But we're no longer a slave to fear. We have the promises of God to stand on, and his word is true. Do you believe his word is true? Amen. And we're healed this morning. He said, by my stripes, you are healed. And he is Jehovah Jireh. He's a provider. So whatever you have need of, he's that this morning. And I'm so thankful. Today is Brother Wesley Hammond's birthday. If he's uh, streaming today, we want to wish him a very special happy birthday today. Amen. And I hope I didn't miss any others. If, if I didn't say it, it's because I don't know. So you have to tell me. But we want to wish him a happy birthday. And we don't want you to forget the upcoming meetings in South Carolina, uh, Columbia, 
It's going to be July 27th through the 30th, and there is uh, instructions on the board in the back, and I think also the front, and it's got the two hotels listed that's available. And so, uh, Pastor, we'd like for you to be there if you can to try to go. And also this morning, uh, I want to receive the tithing. I know I just had the brothers receive the offering, but this is for the local saints here. And a pastor sent a message this morning he'd like for me to give to you. To those of you who have planted a seed by giving God a sacrificial faith tithing, you will be reaping a harvest that God promised you and take back what the devil stole from you. So we appreciate those words this morning. We know it's true. God's word is true this morning. You can't beat God-given no matter how you try. Amen. The more you give, the more he's going to give to you. So just keep on giving. Amen. We'll stand this morning as we invite our brother David to come. We're looking forward to what the Lord has in store for us today. Good to have Sister Laura with us too and his wife today traveling with him. I know he loves it when she's with him and keep him company and supporting him. Pat said they got out of the car this morning and everything looked calm. They wasn't mad at each other or nothing like that. So... I know our brother's ready to minister this morning. We're looking forward to it as well. Let's sing this key of B flat. Something keeps holding me every day I see. He's helping me faithfully to Oh! 
more. Oh, he's a reality. Cause something keeps holding me. Amen. You love him this morning. You appreciate him. Amen. I appreciate the Lord this morning. Amen. My, it's good to see Brother Ben. Amen. It's been a long time. Amen. I wonder, have your seats. Amen. You love him? Amen. You appreciate him this morning? Amen. I wonder, you know, since, uh, you know, he, you know, he, uh, he, uh, let me be here this morning, Brother Joseph, and if, uh, Everybody don't mind. Brother Ben, it's been a long time since I've seen you. Would you mind singing? We got some. Amen. Let's just, amen. As y'all are seated and Ben come and he'll just sing for us and then we'll get right to the word. You love the Lord? Amen. Amen. I bless you. I got joy in my soul. God is in control. I got Satan on my trail, but I'm singing all is well. He's attacking every day, but I'm watching while I pray. And no matter the attack, I won't turn back. This means war. This means war. This means war. This means war. I got joy in my soul. God is in control. I got Satan on my trail, but I'm a singing all is well. He's attacking every day. But I'm watching while I pray. And no matter the attack, I won't turn back. This means war. This means war. I plead, I plead the blood. 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 I've been in the storm and the rain, but the blood still stays the same. Whatever's going wrong, my war clothes are gone. I might be in a daze, but you can have my praise. No matter the attack, I won't turn back. This means war. 
this means war. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. This means war. Oh, this means war. You can have my family. You can't have my increase. You can't have my breakthrough. You can't have my victory. I plead, I plead the blood. I plead, I plead the blood. You can clap, it won't hurt you, I promise. I plead, oh, I plead, I plead the blood. blood. Hallelujah. I plead, I plead the blood. I've been in the storm and the rain, but the blood still stays the same. Yes. Whatever's going wrong, my war clothes are on. I might be in a daze, but you can't have my praise. No matter the attack, I won't turn back. This means war. Yes, sir. This means war. Yes, it does. Hallelujah. I plead, I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead, I plead the blood. I plead, I plead the blood. I plead, I plead the blood. You can't have my family. No, no, no. You can't have my increase. This is war. You can't have my breakthrough. Yes, sir. You can't have my victory. Oh, you can't have my, you can't have my, you can't have my, you can't have my. This means war. Hallelujah. Anybody in here, soldier, this morning? This means war. This means war. This means war. Amen. This means war. Amen. You appreciate that this morning? Amen. I appreciate it real good. Amen. Got my war clothes on. Amen. Can't have my dance. Can't have my praise. Can't have my family. Amen. I plead the blood. Amen. You plead that to this morning. Amen. I just appreciate Brother Ben. Amen. It's been a long time since we've seen him. Amen. And, you know, I didn't know if he's going to be here or not. You never know who's going to be here. Amen. I was hoping that Brother Joseph would be here, you know. He said he'd be back, but then he, I guess he hurt himself, you know, just like the devil in it, you know, just... But anyway, just read you one more thing before we get started. And just, uh, this is called Two Viewpoints. It says, Michael went to church one Sunday morning. 
He heard the organist miss a note during the prelude, and it bothered him immensely. He observed two teenagers passing notes when everybody was supposed to be bowed in silent prayer. He thought the usher was watching to see what he put in the offering plate, and it irritated him. He winced as he caught the pastor in six gram grammatical errors during the course of his, the sermon. As the closing hymn was being sung, he slipped out the side door and said, What a waste of time. What a weird assortment of hypocrites and jerks. Robert went to church one Sunday morning. The organist played an arrangement of Wesley's Love Divine, and he thrilled to the beauty inspiration of it. He listened attentively as a young man shared with the congregation the difference Jesus Christ made in his life. He was happy to see his church take a special offering for people made homeless by a terrible flood and felt a sense of fulfillment to give over and above his tithes. He especially appreciated the morning message. It gave him the strength he needed to face a new week. His heart beat with joy as he saw a young man respond to the invitation following the sermon and commit his life to Jesus, to Jesus Christ. He felt the warmth and fellowship of God's people at worship, and, he, and as he walked out the doors of the church, his cup was overflowing, and he thought, how can a person worship here and not feel his holy and divine presence? Interesting thing, both of these men went to the same church on the same Sunday morning. Both men found exactly what he was looking for. Your church has much to offer each week. Why not come and search for the right thing each week as you worship? Amen. I thought that was real good. Amen. Let's stand together. Appreciate it this morning. Amen. Appreciate the goodness of the Lord this morning. Amen. We appreciate his mercy and his grace to us. Amen. And just appreciate each and every one. And uh, like I said, you just never know who's going to be here. And I guess that's, they, they probably wondered that about me at my church. I mean, I ain't been, I've been, I was there went, like last, uh, this past Wednesday, and Brother Homer had me to speak, and then a couple of Wednesday nights ago, I was there again, and he had me to speak. Other than that, we hadn't been there, you know, in quite some time, so just in and out, so you just pray for us, and amen, and so uh, we just want the Lord's will, amen, and just, I appreciate that song, amen, I appreciate it, amen, because uh, the devil, he's not going to let us rest. Amen. And you turn around, every time you turn around, there's always trouble. Yeah. Always, like I said it like this, you're either in a battle, you're either coming out of a battle, or you're fixing to go into a battle. Yeah. Amen. And nothing, there's no, you know, there's no uh, three ways around it. You're just, you just, it's constantly a warfare. Yeah. Amen. Brother Brown said it was a battle from the cradle to the grave. Yeah. Amen. But I tell you what, we're on the winning side. I done read the back of the book. And I'm a winner. Amen. Amen. You're a winner this morning. Amen. Amen. How many's got a need this morning? Amen. Let's just bow our heads. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just love you this morning and we appreciate you so much, Father, for your goodness and your mercy to us, Lord. And Lord, I, we believe you're here this morning, Father. And Lord, I pray, Lord God, that you just help me, Father. As I, Lord, as I just, Lord, just, uh, Lord, I just want to let go, Lord, and, and let you have your way, Father. Lord, I pray, Lord, like that song, Lord, I give myself away so you can use me, Father. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that you just help us this morning. You saw the hands. You know what was behind each and every hand before it was raised. Oh, God, I, Lord, I don't know what you, uh, these people have need of this morning, Father. 
Lord, but Lord, if we're all in, ba- in a battle, Father, constantly, Lord, it seems, that, Lord, as we see that great day approaching, it seems like Satan, he just, he's been, he just pounding and pounding, trying to wear out the, the, the saints of the Most High God. But Father, we're, we know that we're on the winning side, Father, and I pray, oh God, that as we come here this morning, may you give us a little bit more strength this morning to face the, face the battle, Father, Lord, may you give us another boost of your Holy Spirit this morning, Father. I pray, oh God, that you just help each and every one of us now, Lord, as we settle down and try to say something that would bless your people. Father, the word's already anointed. Just anoint lips to speak it, Lord. Anoint hearts and ears to receive it, Father. Lord, and when we walk from this building, Lord, this morning, we can say like they did on the road to Emmaus, did not our hearts burn within us as you talk with us along the way, Father. And we'll be careful to give you the glory and the praise, honor for it all. For we ask these things in the lovely name of Jesus Christ and God's people said. If you have your Bibles this morning, turn with me to the book of Daniel, the fifth chapter. And we want to look at a thought this morning. Amen. You just pray for us. Good to see uh, Brother Mark and them. Amen. Last time we was here, they took us out. Amen. And we just appreciate that. And we just uh, appreciate each and every one that's out at the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. And we just, uh, you know, appreciate God's people. Everywhere, Amen. And so we're just uh, good to see, you know, everyone out at the house of the Lord. If you, let's just start there at verse 24 in Daniel, the fifth chapter, verse 24. Then was the part of the hand sent from him, and this writing was written. And this is the writing that was written. Meany, meany, ticka, euphersen. This is the interpretation of the thing. Meaning, God hath numbered thy kingdom and finished it. To Tekel, thou art weighed in the balances and are found wanting. Perez, thy kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and Persians. May the Lord add his blessings. Amen to his word as you're seated. I'd like to take for a little thought this morning, if I could, weighed in the balances. Weighed in the balances. And I was thinking about that, and I was, I was looking at that. It just seemed like something that began in, uh, uh, several months ago, began to deal with my heart, and I preached it at home, and, and, and I, just, I, I just got to thinking about it. Weighed in the balance. and I, I just began to look at and I, I know the King James uh, version of the Bible, and I believe, you know, Brother Branham preached out of that, and, and, and it seemed like God uh, just honored it, and God came down and, and vindicated his word, but I, I just looked up a few other translations, if that'd be all right this morning, amen, not trying to take any way, anything away from it, but just listen what it said, the New International Version says, you have been weighed on the scales and found wanting, and that word wanting means lacking, I wonder what we lack this morning. I want to. We come to church to take inventory. Hey Amen. I, I worked. A, I worked a couple of days in a grocery store, and every now and then they come in and take inventory. Amen. They got to be accountable for what they have in the store. Amen. And I believe every now and then we got to take inventory. Amen. Because we're going to be accounted for what God has asked us to have. Amen. That the prophet of God, one place he said, hey, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, uh, g- uh, the devil to crown me a, a grumpy old crab man, amen, but I want to be crowned with the fruits of the spirit. That's what I want to be crowned with, and I want to take inventory. I believe this morning we're weighed in the balances, and we need to take inventory and make sure that we're lining up to God's word.
Another translation says, New Living Translation says, you have been weighed on the balances and have not measured up. I thought, my, not measured up. Hey, I ain't trying to measure up to Brother Homer or, or, or anybody else or whoever it is, but I'm measuring up to the Word of God and the message of the hour. That's what I got to measure up to, and I believe that's what you got to measure up to this morning. Amen? It's not me. It's not Brother, but the message. If he's preaching the message of the hour, then that's what we got to measure up to. Another uh, translation says, You have been weighed on the scales and have been found deficient. I thought, my, deficient. You ever go to the doctor? They examined you and said, you got a vitamin deficiency. I mean, you're lacking something that could help you, like whatever it could be, vitamin D, vitamin E, or whatever it is. Oh, I wonder this morning. I believe we're weighed on the scales of God's word this morning. And I don't want to be found efficient this morning. I want to make sure I got everything in place. Amen. I, I, I want to make sure that I got every word in place because this is God's mirror. Amen. And this is a mirror I got to look in. And the Bible says that be not hearers only of the word, but doers also, unless we deceive our own selves. I don't want to deceive my own self. Another translation, another, the Legacy Standard Bible says, you have been weighed on the scales and found lacking. I wonder if we're lacking today. Amen. You have ever, ever seen a pair of scales, a pair of balances? And I remember, and, and, and don't, don't, don't de-Christianize me, but, and you've probably seen it, the Ten Commandments. You know, Char- Charleston Heston and all that, he played Moses and... And so anyway, I, I like that one part there when he was building, a, he, you know, he had a, a, the, the great Pharaoh said, hey, you go, I want you to build my city to Ramses. And now if it's a myth about the children of Israel having to deliver, you bring it to me in a bottle. But if it's, a, if it's real, bring him to me in chains. And so as, a, as a Moses was trying to build the city for Pharaoh, and Pharaoh had heard some things about Moses, how he had uh, robbed the temple granary. But Moses said, hey, what won't Sarah in the belly of a, 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 a He said, you let your horses rest. Because he gave them one day and seven to rest. And said, hey. And he said, well, and one the, the, the Egyptian said, well, you know, he said, well, I don't see you getting any leaner. And if you can digest it, it sure wouldn't sire in a, shouldn't sire in the belly of a, of a slave. So uh, the great Pharaoh called him. Down, both of them, Ramses and Moses. Because he had he heard, heard some accusations. He wanted to find out if he was loyal to the great Pharaoh. And so both of them went down there and my, he said, Hey, I heard you rob the temple granary. Moses said, Yes. And old Ramses laid that stone on that scale. Said, You fed the slaves. Yes. Put another stone on that scale. Said you gave him uh, one day and seven to rest. Dropped another stone on that scale. Oh, it didn't look good for Moses. Amen. The, the scales were being tipped. But he picked up a brick and said, Great Pharaoh, your cities are built by this. These bricks. He said the strong make many, the starving make few, and the dead make none. And he laid that brick on that scale and tipped it to the other side. I wonder this morning where we at in being weighed on the balances in God's word. Hallelujah. 
Bible said here, it said, meaning God has numbered the days of your reign and brought it to an end. Hey, it's time we check up. Amen. Because, hey, we don't know what tomorrow holds. Amen. Every day that you go by, you don't know what tomorrow may bring. Amen. It just, it just, it's just amazing how here it is in the last few years, especially since COVID, how many, Brother Ben, how many people have went by the way of the grave that we knew uh, uh, personally and, and that we knew a roundabout way. Amen. And I wonder, I say, God, and you, you get to thinking, who's next? Amen. And who's this and all that? Oh, my. Just here the other day, Brother Roy Shrewsbury passed and, 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 uh, and, you know, Sister Brown passed down there in Florida. I thought, God, amen. You said, well, they were great uh, people. They, they loved the Lord. But what about me and you? Our day's coming if the Lord should tarry. And you'll be out here stretched out in a casket. They'll come around and look at you. But you'll be weighed in the balances. Amen. Says yeah. God has numbered the days of your reign and brought it to the end. Tickle means weight on the scales and found efficient. Perez, your kingdom has been divided and given over to the Medes and Persians. Now, can I just read you something here? Try not to hold you too long. But just look, I, I thought of this. I thought this was real amazing. Thou art weighed in the balances of justice and truth. And the holy righteous law of God. As gold And jewels and precious stones are weighed in the scales by the goldsmith and jeweler. We're weighed just like that. And what are we weighed by? Of justice and truth and the holy righteous law of God. This word of God. Amen. It weighs each and every one of us out this morning. Amen. You may say, well, I got this and I got this. But this is what tells the tale. Amen. Oh, I don't want to say, well, I, I, I think I have it. I want to know that I know that I know. Because I've weighed in the balances this morning. Amen. You know, there's going to be song leaders in hell. There's going to be deacons in hell. There's going to be preachers in hell that thought they were right. Like that gold and jewels arrayed by the goldsmith and the jeweler. What are they trying to do? Listen, what, here's what they're trying to do. It says, with great exactness to know the worth, amen, of them. That's what they're trying to do, trying to know the exact worthness and the greatness of them. What about me and you tonight or this morning? We're weighed on God's balances, amen. Oh, the Bible says, when I come back, will I find faith? Amen. Well, I find somebody that has faith. And I looked up the, and my, 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 and my footnotes in Schofield says, will I find somebody that believes in revealed truth? Will I find somebody that's standing on my word? That's what he's looking at for this morning. Amen. He ain't looking for so much how much we sing, how much we shout, how much we dance. But he's looking for somebody that's going to stand on his word. The prophet of God said on the second coming of the Lord, 1957, I think it was. He said we didn't come to church just to hear good music. But I like good music. We didn't come to hear good singing. Though we like good singing. He said, but we come to check up on our soul salvation. Amen. Find out if we're coming up short enough. Because we're weighed on the balances this morning. Hallelujah. 
He said, just know the exactness of them and art found wanting, found lacking, found to be adulterated gold, reprobate silver, or bad coin. It goes on to say a false stone found to be a worthless man, a wicked prince lacking the necessary qualifications of wisdom, goodness, mercy, truth, and justice. Oh, I wonder what we're lacking this morning. Amen. Said we're weighed. Amen. Said like these stones are weighed by the goldsmith and jeweler to find their exactness. He wants to make sure because a lot of people during that time got a hold of what, what they call fool's gold. Amen. It wasn't worth nothing. They thought they had something. What about me and you this morning? I want to make sure that I got something. Amen. I don't want to make sure I got a bunch of fool's gold that's worth nothing, but I want to make sure I got something that's worth something. Hallelujah. He said, to found to be adulterated gold, reprobate silver, a bad coin, a false stone, found to be a worthless man, a wicked prince, lacking the necessary qualifications. God help me this morning. The scriptures of truth, the word of God contained in the books of the Old and New Testament are the balances of the sanctuary in which persons, principle, and practices are to be weighed. And said it is where they uh, said it is where they are found light and lacking. Oh my. Found, found light and lacking. In other words, they ain't worth the stuff that they pretend to be. Amen. I don't want to be a pretender this morning, but I want to be genuine. Hallelujah. You know, we used to play that when we was growing up. Let's pretend to be this. Let's pretend. Well, I don't want to pretend to be a Christian this morning. Amen. Because when I was a child, I spake as a child. I spoke as a child. I did childish things. But when I was a man, I put away childish things. I want to try to put that away. And God help me to come and find out that I got what I'm talking about. Because I'm weighed in your balances this morning. Hallelujah. So the Old and New Testament, the balances of the, of the sanctuary, which persons, principles, and practices are to be weighed. And sad it is when they, where they are found light and lacking. Men of both high and low degree. Both high and low degree. So, Brother Pat, it don't matter. You may be as rich as there is this morning. And you may be as poor, as poor as there is. But that don't matter. You may be educated Amen. You may have a PhD and all them, and that's all right. Nothing wrong with that. Or you may be as dumb as a box of rocks. It don't matter. High degree and low degree. You may be as good looking as anything is. Or you might be as ugly as a mud fence. But that don't matter this morning. Amen. Each one of us is going to have to stand before God. High degree, low degree, it don't matter. Educated, uneducated, rich or poor, you'll have to stand before God and give an account for why you did and did not do these things. Hallelujah. Men of both high and low degree, when put here, are lighter than vanity. 
In other words, we're nothing. Amen. Nobody's ever seen a hearse going down the street carrying a U-Haul. Came in here with nothing, and you're going to take nothing out. Amen. Only your character. Amen. And I wonder how our character is this morning. Amen. Oh, how's my character? Amen. You know, his death is revealed in our lives. His death on the cross. What did his death do? He didn't go screaming and kicking and say, I didn't do it. Amen. But he humbled himself. Amen. Amen. He bore our sins. He bore your sins, my sins. Died on the cross. Didn't say a word, though he could have. But he said, what did he say? He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Amen. Oh, God, what about me and you this morning? Amen. You say, well, what about this one? What about that one? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Oh, God, help me to be real this morning. I'm weighed in the balances, and so are you. Hallelujah. So they're louder than vanity. The Pharisee or self-righteous person, when weighed in the balances of God's law, which is holy, just, and good, will be found lacking of that holiness and righteousness. He pretends to and appear to be an unholy and an unrighteous man. His righteousness, neither for the matter of it nor manner of performing it, being acceptable to that law. And so no righteousness in the sense of it. Look at Deuteronomy 6.25. And it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before the Lord our God as he hath commanded us. It'll be our righteousness. Amen. But I don't want my righteousness. I want his righteousness this morning. You remember when that rich young ruler came to him. Amen. And said, good master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Then Christ quoted to him the commandments. Honor thy father and mother. Do not steal. Do not lie. He said, I've kept all these from my youth up. But God... Amen. Jesus Christ, been that God prophet, looked into his life and said, you lack one thing. Amen. You're put on the balances this morning, today. And you're lacking one thing. Amen. You say you're this. You say you did all these. But you lack one thing. He said, go and sell what you have and give to the poor and come and take up your cross and follow me. But he could not see. All he could see, all he could see was his riches. Because in the next place he said, Ah, look at me, what I've done. Look, I've got all these riches. My barns are bursting out. I've got to tear these barns down and build bigger barns. But the prophet of God said we find his last identification that he lifted up his eyes in hell and began to cry. Why did he cry? I like how the prophet said. He said, I didn't know what to preach on when they called me up to the platform. He said, here I am, a Baptist. Believing you have to have a suit on wearing seersuckers, trousers, and a t-shirt. Going up there and said, I've never seen a microphone before. But he opened it up there to where, said, then he cried. There was no God there. Then he cried. There was no flowers there. Then he cried. There was no children there. Then he cried. Oh, God, one of these days we're going to look back and look at these church servers and say, Oh, God, if I'd have had one more chance, I'd have made it to that altar. But I had one more chance. I'd have given my life to God. But I've, I've been waiting the balances, and I'm found lacking this morning. Amen. Because, hey, he said, God has numbered your days. Amen. 
He said, well, Brother David, God, I ain't saying that. All I'm saying is every one of our days is numbered. We only promised three score and ten. Amen. And some of us didn't even get that. You take us, we can go through the graveyard this morning, go through a cemetery. We can th- see them from newborn all the way up. Amen. And many of them. Amen. You know, I'm just thinking. You know, just seeing different things. And I remember reading an article one time where this guy was preparing to go see his, his boy. So his boy got killed. And on the way to the funeral, a car hit him and he died. I thought, my, ain't that something? Going to see his, to the funeral for his son, and a car hits him and he dies. So see, we ain't promised tomorrow. We ain't promised to walk out these doors alive. Amen. We ain't promised to get home safe. It'd be by God's grace. Amen. By God, I tell you what, when we leave, when I leave my house in the morning, and when I get back at night, I say, thank God that you took care of me. Amen. Because I know I'm weighed in the balance and my days are numbered. I don't, we don't just don't know when God's going to pull our card from the rack. But you know what? I believe we're close. Closer now than we've ever been. Brother Mark, amen. How many of you ever made an appointment with a doctor and you had to cancel? Amen. Aren't you glad you, had, you just had to cancel that appointment? Amen. Well, the Bible says there's appointed a man once to die. And after that, the judgment. But I believe there's people sitting here this morning that we're going to have to cancel that appointment. Amen. That we're getting out of here. Amen. I believe that just over the next hill, we'll be gone. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Can I read on? Amen. It said, it said with his, he said, rejected. He said, these commandments, he said, Galatians 3.10 says, For as many as are the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written, Cursed is every one that continueth not in all things, which are written in the book of the law, to do them. It being imperfect, and so that leaves him to the curse of it, and not being performed in a pure and spiritual manner, that it requires is rejected by it. And miserable will be the case of which such a man at that day of judgment when his works will be found lacking and not answerable to the demands of a righteous law. And he without the wedding garment of Christ's righteousness and so uh, of Christ's righteousness and so naked and speechless, the hypocrite and formal professor when weighed in the balance of the scriptures will be found lacking the true grace of God. His faith will appear to be fraying and his hope groundless and his love to be in word and in tongue only and not at all to answer uh, uh, of the description of the grace given in the word of God. Oh, God, help us this morning then. I thought about being deficient. Not, and that means deficient means not having enough of specified quality or ingredient. Lacking. Hey Amen. You sisters that like to cook. They like to bake. Every now and then you come and you got the, you like to, because you got the right ingredients and all that. But you come and you say, man, I'm lacking this little ingredients. Maybe I'll just put this in here. I'll, I'll substitute it with this. And maybe people won't know. Huh? Oh, God. But you know, if you're a real baker and, and you got a real taste for that stuff, you know what is lacking and what that is needed. Amen. What about us? Amen. Hey, there's one that judges. Amen. And that's Almighty God. Amen. I don't want to stand before him that day and say, hey, you lack one thing that you didn't do. God help me this morning. Amen. I don't want to take, oh man, substitutions. Amen. We got so many substitutions for this, for being born again. 
The prophet of God preached twice. You must be born again. He preached in 1958, I think, in Greenville, South Carolina. He didn't go into much detail then. But he preached it again in Jeffersonville. New Year's Eve, I think, 1961, somewhere around there. You must be born again. And he went into a little bit more detail. And so he said, he said, Baptists, they got their way of being born again. The Pentecostals, they got their way of being born again. They all got a, got a, a, a program that they go by. The Methodists and all that. So I told my wife, she was gone. She was visiting her sister out west. And I was home by myself, so I picked up the phone. I said, I did something while you was gone. She said, oh, David. When she says, oh, David, sometimes. Oh, that's a family story. Anyway, amen. She said, I, so I called several churches in our area. I called a Baptist church. They said, well, all you got to do is have your name on our book and all that, and you're born again. I called a Pentecostal church, Brother Ben. They said, oh, you got to speak in tongues. Amen. Uh, I, 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 didn't, I didn't have nothing on Joel Osteen. didn't know how to get a hold of him. So I just looked up Joel Osteen. He said, in order to be born again, you've got you to gotta be a successful person. And in order to be successful, you've got to hang around successful people. And then you're born again. I thought, my, what's the matter with him then? He must have not held around very many successful people in his life. He said, well, look at him. Yeah, but he looks like a guy that you can whip every day and steal his lunch money. <laughs> Amen. The prophet of God said, you've got to die. You've got to rot to yourself, to your ideas, and to your thinking to be born again. Amen. God help us. We're right in the balances this morning. Amen. Weighed in the balances, found lacking, found deficient. Amen. I thought, my. And so sometimes, like I said, you go to the doctor and you're lacking some vitamins to help you, you know. And I thought, well, I just jotted down a few. I jotted down vitamin C, which is Christ. Oh, we need some more vitamin C around the house of God. Amen. We need some more Christ in our lives. You know what Christ to do? Christ to make you want to come to the house of God when the church doors are open. Christ to make you put your, your sister, put your arm around another sister and say, I love you, my sister. Brothers to brothers, sisters to sisters. One to another. Amen. We need some more vitamin C. Vitamin C and make you pray for one another. Amen. Love one another. Amen. Oh, we need some we need some more Christ around the house of God this morning. I want more, I want more of him than that. Amen. Oh, and if there's a deep calling to the deep, I believe there's a deep to respond to it. Amen. This means war, Satan. You don't want us to get more of Christ. But I come for one purpose this morning, and that's to get more of Christ this morning. Get more of his love. Get more of his spirit in me. Amen. Get more of whatever, Lord, I need from you, Lord. More of your love. More of your faith, Lord. More grace, Lord. More patience, Lord. I need it all, Lord. Amen. I need vitamin C. Amen. About, what about vitamin J? Amen. Some joy. I believe we need some joy around the house of the Lord. Amen. You know, joy, and I, I've said this here before, but I'll just say it again, joy and happiness. And we are to be the happiest people in the world. We're Christians. We've been born again. Amen. God's given us a message. Amen. A message that'll put us in a rapture. 
But happiness comes from a word hap or happen. In other words, in order for you to be happy, something has to happen. Your favorite preacher's preaching, and you're happy. They sing your favorite song, and you're happy. The preacher shakes your hand, and you're happy. But joy comes from a different source itself. It comes from the creator himself. Amen. And if the preacher don't shake your hand, if you don't get the raise on the job, you still got joy. And the joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. I believe we need some vitamin J in the house of God. Vitamin joy. Amen. Oh, it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. And the half has not been told. Amen. What about vitamin P? Prayer. The prophet said we can fellowship too much, we can sing too much, but we can't pray enough. Prayer changes things. It changes our attitudes. So it changes the way we think about a lot of people. You know, going through battles and stuff, maybe you had ideas of maybe what this person and what this person should be. And what you're really doing, you want them to be just like you are. And not like Christ. And because they're not like what you think they should be, then you want to put them somewhere where they shouldn't be. You remember David in the Bible? Amen. When he came and he had numbered God, he got in trouble. And they had a seer by the name of Gad. And he came to David and said, God's given you three choices, David. And the three choices was seven years of famine, flee three months before your enemy, or three days of pestilence. And that seer told David, said, that's your choices, David. And David said, oh, God, I'm in a great strait. What am I going to do? Can you imagine seven years of famine? And if he'd have chose that, he was a king, and he had his people to think about. Because seven years, hey, that'd hey, it dominoed on his people. That'd have been in famine. What about fleeing three months before your enemies? Hey, man, can you imagine? Hey, man, oh, we pray and the sick don't get healed. We do this and all that. And then, he, and then uh, or whatever it is, and my, you, you're having to duck tail and run. Hey, man, when, we, when the, the Bible says we are winners, hey, man, we're not only a winner, but we're in the winner's circle. Hey, man, but because of we get out of fellowship with God, we, our enemies are, are we backing up and our enemies are on our tail. Hey, man, but it shouldn't be that way. Hey, man, it should be us. Hey, man, because the Bible says that Jesus said in his word, he told Peter, said, flesh and blood has not revealed it such to you, but my Father which is in heaven. And upon this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell can't prevail against it And will, the, the gates of hell are going to be there but, the, but they're backing up and the church of the living God is moving forward I think hell should be backing up and so he said I'll tell you what just let me throw into the hands of almighty God because he's merciful when man ain't Amen. Oh, that's what I want to do. It's fall into the hands of Almighty God because He's merciful when man ain't. Amen. Oh, when man won't forgive you. Amen. God's got grace for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. How about vitamin P1? Praise. Amen. 
And I looked up praise. And I got vitamin W for worship. And I looked up praise and I looked up worship. And both of them have kind of the same meaning. But you know praise. They said really praise is what they think. When a fast song is being uh, played and you're dancing and all that. And hey I like that. Amen. I can dance with the best of them. Amen. And I like praise. Amen. But what about. Amen. We need some vitamin praise around. Amen. We need to get our dance back. Amen. We need to get our shout back. Amen. But what about vitamin W worship? Amen. When there ain't no music playing and there ain't no nothing going on, but you got your hands lifted in the air and you're just in awe because you're in the presence of Almighty God. We need some worship. Amen. A worship around the house of God. Job 31 6 says it like this Let me be weighed in an even balance. That God may know my, in an even, only one has an even balance is God. Let me be weighed in an even balance that God may know my integrity. Integrity means an unimpaired condition, soundness. Oh God, let me be weighed and make sure I got an unimpaired condition, that I got a sound mind. Psalm, Psalm 62 9 says, Surely men of low degree, there it is, are vanity, and men of high degree are a lie. To be laid in the balance, they are altogether lighter than vanity. In other words, common people are as worthless as a puff of wind, and the powerful are not what they appear to be. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 16.2, all the ways of man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weigheth the spirits. Amen. He weigh, Hey, everything, everybody's right in their own eyes. Amen. You remember when they didn't have a prophet and everybody did according? Amen. To their own thinking, as a man thinks, that's how he done it, amen. Oh, but God, the Bible says, amen, when a man thinketh this right, he better take heed. Because there's a way that seemeth right, but then thereof is the way of death. Weighed in the balance this morning. 1 Corinthians 3.13 says, every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. Now let's just look at this for a little bit. The Jews had got away from God. They got cold and backslid. The Bible says these things were written for our examples. They got cold and they backslid on God. It's like this, Brother Pat. They get in trouble. Israelites get in trouble. God raised up a prophet, got them out of trouble. But then they got a king and that king stayed with the word. Then he got off. And they got in trouble again. God raised them up somebody else. These things were written for them. God, I pray, Lord, that, oh, my, that we ain't like that, God. Oh, you sent us a prophet today. Lord, why that, should they be somebody to, hey, we, got so, we know what the word says do. Amen. We know what the message of the hour has for us to do, how that we should line up, how we should walk, how we should live, how we should act. Let's not get cold and backslid on God this morning. But let's say, God, I'm weighed in the balance this morning, and I'm standing on your scales this morning of right and wrong, of pure and in holiness. I don't want to be found, not lacking, but I want to be found with everything that I need. They permitted a strange nation to come in and carry them captive. And we're not immune from God's judgments if we disobey his commands. We're not, we're not immune from these things. We get sick just like the world gets sick. Hey, man, we make mistakes just like the world does. But I'm glad that we've got a father. Amen. Hey, man, 
We have a heavenly father that knows all about us this morning. Oh, I thank God for that this morning. And so here it was. I was looking, I was reading a message, listening to a message, and Brother Brown said, back then, this 1955, it was that Russia. Back then, they had these planes that they could go, and they could, he said they could drop a bomb on Louisville, Kentucky, and I got him, uh, I'll read it to you after a while. I said, Mike, can you think of it? He said, what if that happened this morning? He said, they got planes that they can go and fly, and they don't even have to have hours without having to be refueled. I thought, my, ain't that something? He said, but, he said, and he said, within one hour, they could destroy this whole world. Yep. Within one hour, they said, this whole world would be wiped off. And said, we're still waiting on in sin. We still don't want to come to the house of God. We look at the things that's going on. Amen. We look at the economic situation. We look at all these things. And I ain't, a, I ain't trying to, you know, everybody's had, had a theory during COVID. But my theory is the word of God. And what the prophet of God said, amen. And we can look at it and his word. And you know, sometimes the prophets didn't understand what the Ezekiel seen him coming back on the wings of an eagle. There they were stepping off that TWA. Some of them didn't understand what they was talking about. You remember the prophet of God said in, 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 in uh, the message, recognizing your day in its message, he said there'll come a time when, the, when they'll take one nation under God of the, of the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. Look at it, what it is now. You don't want to make anybody mad. You don't be politically correct. Don't rock the boat. They tell the wrong person not to rock the boat. Because I like rocking the boat every now and then. When I believe the boat needs to be rocked. Amen. Oh, but they, they said they wait on. We look at it and when we see it, it's manifesting right before our eyes. Amen. Things come to pass right before our eyes. What Brother Bradham said in one place, I think it is, don't know if it not. He said he didn't see one thing lacking but the readiness of the church. God, help me to be ready. Help me to be ready. Amen. If he's got a purpose for us, nothing can happen to us until that purpose is fulfilled. Amen. But you know what? Today, we don't want, like I said, we don't want to rock the boat. We want to be politically correct and all them kind of things. Amen. And they say if the prophet was here, that he'd probably have to apologize. I don't think so. He wouldn't have to apologize for anything that he said, any statements that he made. I like it just the way it is. Hallelujah. He said, you let my daughter stay out all night, come back with her dress screens to the side. She'd get a suntan, all right. Be the son of uh, uh, Charles and Nellie Branham, amen. She'd get a tan, all right, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. said, I'll take a barrel slat. Amen. Can you imagine? Boy, today, all child abuse. Maybe we need some more than mammies, amen. Oh, Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says, train up a child in the way it should go, that when he gets old, he won't depart from it. Hallelujah. Amen. But, oh, we want to go with the flow. Don't make anybody upset. Don't say nothing that would hinder the way of least resistance. Let's not. But, the, but you know, I heard this old statement many years ago, Brother Ben. Any dead fish can float downstream, but it takes a real live one to buck the current. There it was. As we look at our scripture. Belshazzar, he knew what God had done through his grandfather, but ignored the warning and went his own way. Amen. He wanted to do everything his own way. And so, brought them vessels out, began to have an impious feast, began to drink wine out of the vessels that were dedicated 
for the house of the Lord. And I looked up that word impious. It means to be, it means to uh, be, uh, not have respect. Amen. I thought, my, think about it. God demands respect. And you know, he knew what his grandfather, he knew how, even, even when he came, he said, the queen even told him, said, hey, your grandfather. Said, he, he, he this man, because when, when, we, when we, if you read before there, when the writing came down on the wall, amen, and he was writing, the, and the Bible says he, his, his thoughts begin to trouble him. Can you imagine? You see a hand come down and start writing on the wall this morning. I bet our thoughts would begin to trouble us. And it, the Bible says his joints began, became loose. And his knees and legs began to knock one again another. Amen. Oh, man, he got kind of scared. Every man's been there before. Amen. He's seen that writing on the wall and he was troubled. And nobody, his musicians, and nobody could interpret the writing on the wall. He said, but hey, the queen said, hey, when she heard about the king and what happened, said, we got a man, we know a man. And he serves a holy God. Amen. He didn't. He said, what are the holy gods? Amen. Just like your father. That wouldn't, something happened. Remember when Nebuchadnezzar didn't want to recognize God. Didn't want to re- he said, I done this, and I done this, and I did this, and I built this kingdom. And God uh, made his mind go away from him. Dwelt out in the wilderness. Fed him like an animal. But that queen said, he's still that same God. His name is Daniel. And that God that he serves, he's a dissolver of doubts. Hallelujah. He's a dissolver of doubts this morning. You young people got doubts about your salvation. He's a dissolver of doubts this morning. Amen. You got doubts about the Holy Ghost. He's a dissolver of doubts this morning. Amen. He can dissolve your doubts this morning. He's still that same God that was back there in Daniel's day. Amen. He's still that same God. So they brought him. And Daniel, amen, began to reprove the king of his pride and adultery. He reads and interprets the writing on the wall. said, your days are numbered. And he didn't know. They thought they had it all fixed up. Amen. Thought, my, nobody can ever get to us. We're this walled city that was digging a tunnel. Without his uh, anointed him digging a tunnel underneath. Going to come through that night and kill him. Amen. When they thought they had it all planned out. They thought nobody can get to us. That's the way some of us think today. Some of us young people think that way. Nobody can get to me. I'm invincible. No, without God, you're not invincible. It's like the Titanic. Amen. They, they labeled that ship the unsinkable. They had lifeboats on it. But why have lifeboats if it's unsinkable? That's like saying I got a watch that can never lose time. I got a car that can never get in a wreck. This one lady got on board, Mrs. Cordova. She had 72 trunks, and that was just her clothes. Because that maiden voyage for, was for the rich and the elaborate. They said a wireless operator, I forgot, had to work maybe 30 years in that day to buy one ticket to take that maiden voyage. They had seven warnings of icebergs that night. We've had seven church ages. Seven warnings. When Mrs. Cordova got on there, she made mention, said, do you really think this is unsinkable? And somebody said, one of the deckhands said, God himself can't sink this ship. But you know what? He proved that he was unsinkable. You don't say nothing what God can and cannot do. 
I think it was 19, what was it, 65, somewhere around there, they, they had a blackout in New York City. And said they'd they fix it where we'll never have another blackout again. In 1977, three boats, three uh, boats of lightning, three separate boats of lightning hit three separate power plants at the same time, and New York City blacked out. You never say what God can and cannot do. The designer of the boat of the Titanic was on board. When they hit that iceberg, they took him down there. He told the captain, said, you'd better sound the warning. You know, they said that the, the upper class, they did not hear it. They just bent me a little bit bump, and that's all they went. Said some of them went outside, threw some snowballs at each other, and took a highball, drunk a highball, and went back to sleep. A lot of people didn't recognize. They, they said the second, you know, the lower class, the middle class, they, they felt a little bit more. But the lower class, hey, man, they felt it so bad that it knocked them out of their bed, Brother Ben. I thought, my, I'm so glad that I felt the presence of the Lord one day, Brother Mark, that it knocked me out of my bed. It woke me up. I had to get off my suitcase because I knew the train was in the block. I had to throw my peanuts in the trash can and head for the train. The designer said, Captain, if one compartment was Taking in water, we might survive. If two compartments, we might. He said, but all seven compartments are taking in water. He said, Captain, we're going down. And they still refuse to sound the alarm. People don't want to be, you don't want to upset people today. So just give them a little sermon that lull them to sleep. They said the band was a brave bunch of men. They played ragtime music to keep the people calm. But when that ship listed and it started going down, said so you could hear the band playing near my God to thee. Religion when it's too late. Help us, Lord. Matthew 22, 11, 12 says, And when the king came to see the guest, he saw there was a man which had not on a wedding garment. And he said unto him, Friend, how camest thou in hither not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. The Bible says he was cast outside where there was weeping and wailing. It was. Brother Brown said it's like this in the Orient still probably today. I don't know if it's still that way or not. But said you get an invitation to a wedding and you go there and you give them the invitation. They see it's legit and everything. And so they give you a white robe. You may be a rich man, but you was invited. But you get a white robe. Next guy come by, he may be poor. He gives them the invitation. They look at it. Legit. They give him a rock robe. So everybody sitting there is just the same. No big eyes, no little use. But this man got in there without a wedding garment. And he was weighed in the balances. He said, friend, how'd you get here? You didn't come through the door. The Bible says he was speechless. Now let me read you a couple of things before we try to close. 1955, glorified Jesus. I thought this was remarkable, Brother B. And listen to what the prophet of God said. Now, I know what he said about Cain later. He said, Cain just said, take it or leave it. But listen to what he says. I thought, my, this was amazing. Now, Cain, I don't believe Cain, that Cain willfully walked out there and got the fruits of the field. Listen to what he says. Works of his hands and brought it over because he just absolutely wanted to be a smart aleck. He said, now, I don't believe he done that. 
I don't believe any of us come to church this morning because we wanted to be a smart aleck. He says, he just did. He said, I believe Cain come with a full heart thinking he was doing right. Why? Was he trying to find favor with God? He said, why was he? He was trying to find life again. That's what me and you are doing this morning. We come here not to be smart Alex. We come to try to find favor with God. We're trying to get life. Hallelujah. We're trying to get to find life again. He was trying to get back to the garden inn again where the cherubims were. Did I imagine they went to the east side where the cherubim was guarding the tree of life? They were trying to get back. And a man with his destination of his soul hanging in the balances. Can you imagine? He said they went to the, he said they went to the east side. There there was the cherubim's garden away. He said he was trying to get back. He said, I don't think a man with his like his soul hanging in the balance. Oh, every one of us this morning, our souls are hanging in the balance. I don't care who you are. He said he ain't going there, he ain't going up there to play church. He's going up there to worship. Can you imagine? And with all of his heart, Cain said, I believe there is a God. Now coming to find favor with him. So he goes and gets the fruit of the fields that he raised, brought them up and laid them down, perhaps put the big Cali lilies and beautiful flowers around and step back. Oh, we could have something to say here of that nature like that. But he stepped back, knelt down, raised up his hands and confessed his wrong and worshiped Jehovah. But Jehovah shook his head. No. Oh, can you imagine? What about us this morning? We're waiting the balances. I didn't come here this morning just to play church. I'm sure y'all didn't come here this morning just to play church because you know you're waiting the balance. Your soul's hanging in the balance. You're trying to find favor with God. You want to get back to that garden of Eden again. And you're praying, you say, God, here I am this morning. And you lift your hands up, and God shakes his head, no. I'll say, God, help me to find the right way then. Help us. Again, Israel and the church. He said, that's what we're headed for now. We rejected mercy, and there's nothing left but judgment. When you spurn the love of God, there ain't nothing left for you but judgment. That's right. Howling winds everywhere. What's all this about? A plaques of time. I look at these things as a prophet. This is 1953. I believe, hey, he had a prophetic ministry. I believe he was looking to our time. Brother Ben, if there ever was a uh, perplex of time, it's now. Distress of nations, it's now. When everybody, they don't know what to do. I've never seen a time in my life. Amen. Especially in a political world. Can you imagine? I was at my brother's house. Uh, just here earlier and not trying to get no, no political deal or whatever. But he was saying, I asked him, I said, what's the matter with all these? It's just such divided. A house divided. The scripture says, well, fall. I said, hey, why, why are they trying? Why are they after? And they never see. They want to impeach Biden and they want to put uh, send Trump up the river. He says, because they know Trump knows their agenda, what they're trying to do. And they want to get rid of him. And they want Biden to be a pu- Puppet. I thought, my, never in my lifetime I've seen such a mess as we are in. Where all this, the perplex of times, distress of nations. Everybody's at each other's throat. This one don't like this one. This one don't like that one. Preachers, ministry, at everyone's throat. Because they blackball you. 
You hang around this person, well, you must believe it like they do. You hang and you go preach for this one, well, you must believe it like they do. Hey, I just go preach where I'm invited. Amen. I believe God's word. I believe God sent us a message, amen, to get us ready for a rapture. And outside that message, we're lost. Amen. Oh, God, help us. We're weighed in the balance and found lacking this morning. Perplex at times. Distress between judgment, yeah. You can put a good character in every country and you still couldn't stop it. Men, they're going to drink. Women are going to smoke cigarettes. You're going to go all to, on to your shows. You can go on carrying on like you always did, just like a hog to its wallet and a dog to its vomit. No more respects for God than nothing in the world and the people that's trying to live right. You call them holy rollers and fanatics and everything else and not knowing that your own soul's weighed in the balance and waiting nothing. Waiting, nothing but judgment. Yes, sir, he says. Oh, my. Again, he says, the handwriting on the wall. Brother, we're sure to sink. I don't mean the church. I mean the nation. It's just as sure to sink as it's a, it's a nation. It's got to sink because the whole thing has become stink in God's face. And the so-called religiousness has become worse than the communists because they do, no, do no, they do know to do better and won't do it. Just think of that. Just think the backbone of the nation is those good old mothers and dads out yonder and their prayer meetings on their knees praying. It's the people who serve God that that's the backbone of any nation. And yet they're made fun of, made fun of, called everything there is that is under the sun to call them. And they make fun. Remember, at the wall, the handwriting came on the wall, which means they are weighed in the balance and found wanting. Oh, God, help us this morning. Amen. Again, he says, second coming of the Lord. Brethren, it's later than you think. Sodom and Gomorrah little knew that night that they were living their last hour. They didn't know they was living their last hour. I thought this was striking. Little did Egypt know the death angel that had been predicted to come would come that night. Little did Pearl Harbor realize that raid that took place. We are weighed in the balance and found wanting. We're near the end. Little did they know, they said. Little did Solomon Gomorrah. What about me and you? Little do we know what might take place today. You may get a phone call. Somebody said, you don't know what your dad may be dying right now. Your mom or whoever it may be. Something to think about. He says, what would happen that right in Moscow, could these young missiles guided by the stars and radar could land that bomb exactly on 4th Street in Louisville if they wanted to. That's right. And we can stand out there in the sea somewhere on our ships and direct one straight on the capital of Moscow if we want to. What would happen? My brother, that great missile turning would take place and the country would receive a shake at the same hour. We'd turn loose the same things and shake it to the other side and we're living on a little bitty tiny thin crust anyhow. When the earthquakes have ate around and ate around until it's like hollering out an egg. It should make one big burst and the earth 8,000 miles thick of lava would spurt into the air. It would do just exactly what God said would take place. We're at the end time. We're here. No way to stop it. All the begging. We put an eyes on hair in every country and it will never stop it. Jesus Christ said these times would come. We're here. The fig tree putting forth its bud. Said it's putting forth its bud. So we can put eyes and higher. Let's get our time. We can put a trump, make America great again. Won't happen. She's doomed. She's going down. Amen. Said nothing to do it. Said we still wait on in sin. He said we're at the end time. Said 
Can you imagine? He said, just a little thin crust. I was listening to something. They said, New York is sinking. It's all around us. They're sinking. Just waiting. God, help us. Help us this morning. Last quote. Let me read this to you. He said, did you ever hear that little song, sister? He said, just continue to own your song. He said, it's all right. He said, brother, apart from the Savior today, risking your soul on the things that decay. Oh, what if God would, should call you away? Then what would you give in exchange for your soul? He said, listen now, close. Every one of you that's around the altar, he said, search now. Then when you stand at the bar by and by, and you, when you're waiting God's balance on high, if you should be sentenced forever to die, then what would you give in exchange for your soul? He said, think of it. And that weigh-in may be in the next half hour for every person in here. How do you know this is not your last opportunity? He said, how did you know? Brother Bram said, that courier that took that message through our Lord to invite him to Samuel's house said he missed his opportunity. He said, if I'd have been that courier, I'd have said, God, I need prayer. I need repentance, Lord. I bow myself at your feet, Lord. Would you do something for me? He said, what about that foot washed monkey? He said, how did he ever get by? How did our Lord ever get by? He said, how did, he said oh, I wish I had that, uh, uh, had that foot washed monkey's job. Amen. He said, how did he, said he missed his opportunity? What about us this morning? We could be missing our opportunity. Be missing our opportunity. He said, How do you know? He said, And don't come unless you really mean it. But there's at least one bit of thirst in your heart. You got to have or you die. You see what's getting around the altar here this afternoon? And he goes on to say, They're longing. They're longing. He said, We're out here. Oh, God, help us. As we stand together this morning. Amen. Maybe if you'll. Put that scripture up there. Or I got it here. Revelations. The, I think it's the third chapter. Let me see. Our second chapter. Put it up there. Brothers on the board. Revelations chapter 2. I just want to read something real quickly to you. Revelations chapter 2. and Verse 1 through 4. You love him. You appreciate him. Hallelujah. I love him this morning. I appreciate him this morning. Amen. With all my heart. Hallelujah. Listen. Revelations 2, and we're going to read this real quick. We're closing. But I just want you to look at this in Revelations chapter 2 and verse 1. You just look at this real quick. It says, Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus, write. These things saith he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks, he said, I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience, and how thou cannot bear them which are evil. So he said, Who was it walking in the midst? It was Christ himself walking in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. He said, I know your works, I know your patience. I know your labor of love. He knew all about them. Amen. He knows all about us this morning. He said that you cannot bear them which are evil. And thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not. And hast found them liars. And you hast borne 
and has patience and for my name's sake has labored and has not fainted. But look at verse 4. Nevertheless, therefore, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. Brothers and sisters, someday we do not know when. None of us know when. We're going to be placed in the balances. The weight of our character, when put in the balance, will be determined by the motive that caused us to act. If we do not have the love of Jesus in our heart, we may be doing the right things, but we will not weigh out. God is weighing our character, our conduct, and our motives in the balances of the sanctuary. It will be a fearful thing to be pronounced lacking in love and obedience by our Redeemer, who died upon the cross to draw our hearts unto him. God has bestowed upon us great and precious gifts. He's given us light and knowledge of his will. So we need not fear or walk in darkness. To be weighed in the balance and found lacking in that day of final settlement and rewards will be a fearful thing and terrible and a terrible mistake which can never be corrected. So it don't matter. He knows all about you. He said he knew all about them. He knew their patience. He knew their labor. You tr- and you, you, you found out those that were evil, you wouldn't put up with them. You found out those that said they were apostles and you found out they were liars. You tried them by the word. But he said, I got something against you. You left your first love. And when me and you are weighed out that, that morning, and it could be like the prophet of God said, before this service is over with, and we stand before him, he knows all about you. But maybe you're lacking something this morning. Maybe you're lacking love, patience, whatever. Oh, he knows that you you try you, you you don't put up with them that are evil. You've tried those that were this and that, and you found that they're liars, and you 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 won't put up with it. But you've left your first love. You don't have that love like you used to have to come to the house of God. You don't have it for one another. You're weighed in the balance. And you're found lacking. Let's bow our heads. Father, as we bow our heads this morning, Lord, I just say I love you this morning. And I appreciate you, Lord Jesus. And here we are this morning. As we stand around here, Lord Jesus. And Lord, we're all waiting the balances this morning, Father. I wonder if we're found lacking, Lord, this morning. Like the goldsmith and the jeweler wants to make sure the exactness of that gold is worth something. So they examine it. God, help us this morning to be examined by your word, Lord. Find out, Lord, if we're coming up short. We're just pretending to be something that we ain't, Lord Jesus. Father, I don't want another day to go by, Lord, without making sure that I'm ready, Father. Lord, it don't matter who I am or who who we are this morning. We may be this and we may be that. We may be rich. We may be poor. It don't matter. High degree, low degree, it don't matter who we are this morning. All of us is found on your balances this morning, Lord. Lord, we're found lacking. We're coming up deficient, Lord. 
Then I pray, Lord, that you'd help us, Lord Jesus. Like you said, Cain, he, wasn't, he didn't come to be a smart aleck. He was, wanting his, he was trying to find his way back. Oh, this morning, Lord, I pray. Lord, as we're here, Lord, and we're standing here, Lord, the altar's open, Lord, and opening up, Lord, that, Father, here we are, Lord. Lord, I want to make sure, Lord, because, Lord, I, I, Lord, this could be somebody's last service, Lord. Father, this could be somebody, Lord. We don't want to get in, give in to the devil, Lord, like Brother Ben's son. We, we don't want to give in. Lord, you ain't going, we, Lord, we, we ain't going to lose our family. We ain't going to lose this, Lord. Lord, we want you this morning, Lord. As we're found, weight in the balances, Lord. We want to make sure, Lord, that we got what it takes to get us out of here in a rapture, Lord Jesus. Help us this morning, Lord. Help us, Lord Jesus. That's our prayer, Lord. Help us this morning. Father, just, Lord, Brother Mark, whatever you got there. Amen. As we just said, whether just before we go, before we turn it back, we're, so we're singing, just meditate upon him. And say, Lord, here I am this morning. Found on your scales this morning, Lord. I want to be right, Lord. I don't want to be pretending something that I ain't, Lord. I want to make sure that I know, Father. Grant it, Lord. Brother Mark, amen. Give myself away. I give myself away. Oh, is that what you want to do this morning? So you can use. Oh, Lord, may we just give ourselves away this morning. Give myself away. Help us this morning, Lord. Lord, help me, Lord. We're waiting the balances, Lord. So you can use me here I am. And here I stand. Lord, my life is in your hands. And Lord. Just give yourself to him this morning. Say, Lord, here I am, Lord. Help me, Father. Help me, Lord Jesus. I'm waiting the balance this morning, Lord. I give myself away.
give myself away so he can use me. Did you enjoy the word of the Lord this morning? Weighed in the balance and found wanted this morning. Amen. We appreciate Brother David and appreciate the hard labor this morning of delivering what the Lord gave him for us today. Amen. Do you love the Lord Jesus? Amen. With all of your heart this morning. Are you just here just because it's Sunday morning? This is my duty to go, go to church and be with you know, those that love the Lord like I do. and No, we can because we just love God with all of our heart this morning. and We know he had something special for us, and I'm thankful for it today. Brother Jonathan uh, sends his greetings uh, this morning. He was in uh, Kansas City, I believe, ministering in a youth service down there. He said the services were going extremely well, and they were having a really good time. And he said he loves and misses you this morning, so we just wanted to pass that along. And, and we'll see you here back Wednesday night, Lord willing. If you just shake hands with one another. And we'll look forward to what God has got in store for us once again. Amen. Keep deep.